Welcome to episode 22 of Dramatic Impact Acting in Theater in Alberta. I'm your host, Elaine Elrod. The title of today's episode is One Big Massive Retweet. As you may know, the idea of tweeting comes from Twitter, because in Twitter, to tweet means to put up a post, basically to send out a message to your friends and followers on Twitter. And to retweet is to take somebody else's post and resend it out to your followers. So all this to say that this episode really doesn't have anything to do with Twitter, but I'm using the concept of retweeting, meaning that I will be sharing information that was originally put out by other people. And in this case, for the first episode of the series called One Big Massive Retweet, I'm going to be talking about books. So this is a very personal selection of about 14 books that I find essential. I'm only going to start with four of them this time, and we'll do a few every time, and then we'll move on to other kinds of resources like other podcasts that that I know about and you may know about, but I'll give you specific recommendations for the All of the resources that really, truly inspire me and get my motor running, basically, about acting. So this, as I said, is my personal list. It will not include some famous books about acting. Um, For example, Uta Hagen's Respect for Acting, and there are a lot of books based on Stanislavski and on Lee Strasberg and Stella Adler's method acting approaches. Those are important books, and I did get insights from them, and I know that there are actors out there that rely heavily on them. But they are not the books that I'm going to recommend to you today. The books that I'm going to recommend to you today are ones that made a huge difference to me in feeling really liberated as an actor, truly inspired and confident that I have a technique that I can apply to acting that will get me to where I need to go. One big gap in my knowledge and in my library is the approach of Sanford Meisner. And I know that I have been trained by people that have been influenced by his techniques, and that's something that I want to learn more about. And I will definitely include in the blog pages on these resources some links to resources about Meisner and his technique. So like I said, we're going to start out with four of these books. And the first one I want to talk about is called To the Actor, On the Technique of Acting by Michael Chekhov. And it has a preface by Yul Brynner. Michael Chekhov was a 20th century actor and acting teacher who actually had his origins in Russia working with Stanislavski, but broke away from the theories of Stanislavski and developed his own theories of acting. And he did end up in California and he coached a lot of famous film actors. He is the nephew of Anton Chekhov, the very famous modernist Russian 19th century and early 20th century playwright who's known for plays like The Cherry Orchard and The Three Sisters. This book, To the Actor, was truly a revelation to me. It had that liberating tendency that I was talking about before because he gives legitimacy to the concept of using your imagination. 
that a huge part of acting is really tapping into that childlike part of you that can pretend and imagine. And he gives that legitimacy and he talks about it in great detail and how you can develop that capacity as an adult and as an artist. And I think that the reason that that's so liberating is that that is a function of more of the creative part of your brain as opposed to the intellect, whereas I find that uh, some of the other techniques have aspects to them that stimulate my more intellectual side or my, my more rational and logical side, and I find that that's inhibiting to my creativity and my spontaneity, whereas Chekhov's approach sort of unabashedly embraces the non-logical, imaginative approach. The other part of Chekhov that's really amazing and inspirational is that he shows you the importance of developing your body so that it can physically express your thoughts and emotions. And he gives you lots and lots of exercises in order to be able to develop that capacity in yourself and also for how you embody and physicalize a character and how you create a character out of your imagination and then incorporate that imagination into your body. The second book I want to talk about is called Freeing the Natural Voice by Kristen Linklater. And Kristen Linklater developed her techniques out of the methods that she learned from Iris Warren at the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Art. And so these were techniques for doing really what Chekhov was talking about for the body, of making the body an instrument that responds to thought and emotion. That's what Freeing the Natural Voices is about, is about reclaiming your ability to have your voice reflect your thoughts and emotions, that she believes that this is a natural ability that's socialized out of us. And so the book is all about redeveloping that responsiveness in your voice. So the next book I want to talk about, I'm just as excited about as To the Actor by Michael Chekhov. It's called How to Stop Acting by Harold Guskin. And it has an introduction by Kevin Klein. Harold Guskin has coached many famous film, television, and theater actors, including Glenn Close, Kevin Klein, and James Gandolfini, who played Tony Soprano on the television show The Sopranos. Just like Chekhov, it also emphasizes and legitimizes the role of the imagination as opposed to approaches more dependent on the intellect. And it gives you a specific, simple method for tapping into your spontaneous responses to a text and your scene partners. It's called taking it off the page. It shows how you can explore a text in rehearsal even rehearsing on your own, without losing the freshness of your responses. So you don't have to make a choice between rehearsing and being spontaneous. You can rehearse and have it be different and spontaneous every time you rehearse and make new discoveries in your rehearsal. The last book I want to mention in this episode is called True and False, Heresy and Common Sense for the Actor. And this one is very close to my heart. It's by David Mamet. David Mamet, as you probably know, is a playwright, screenwriter, director, and founding member of the Atlantic Theatre Company. He's a very famous playwright and is known for such plays as Oleana, 
Speed the Plow, American Buffalo, and Glengarry Glen Ross. I don't mention it so much for its approach to acting, even though he has really wonderful insights. For example, he talks about how you can't discover or know beforehand what it's like to be in a situation that you're portraying, either on stage or on set. You may have had similar experiences, but the scene will be more legitimate and more real and more powerful if you have the courage to just start and see what happens when you respond spontaneously in the moment to the text and the other actors, rather than going in with some preconceived notion of what it's like to be in that particular situation. So this is a book that's full of advice and really a coherent philosophy that I believe will shore you up as an actor. He's really on the side of the actor. And it's meant a lot to me. It meant so much to me that after I read it through the first time, I went through it and actually copied down passages that meant something to me. And then by writing them down, they became more of a part of me. And then I could review them when I was feeling vulnerable about my acting or, you know, about to go into an audition or some other situation that was causing me anxiety or if I just needed inspiration. So it basically helps you deal with the vulnerability and emotional demands and pitfalls of trying to be successful in a field as daunting as acting. I want to end this segment by reading you a passage from True and False, Heresy and Common Sense for the Actor by David Mamet. I knew a man who went to Hollywood and languished jobless for a period of years, a talented actor, and he got no work. He came back at the end of the period and lamented, I would have been all right if they just sat me down one day and explained the rules. Well, so would we all. But who are they, and what are the rules? There is no they, and there are no rules. He posited the existence of a rational hierarchical group acting in a reasonable manner. But show business is and has always been a depraved carnival. Just as it attracts the dedicated, it attracts the rapacious and exploitative, and these parasites can never be pleased. They can only be submitted to. But why would one want to submit to them? The audience, on the other hand, can be pleased. They come to the show to be pleased, and they will be pleased by the honest, the straightforward, the unusual, the intuitive, all those things, in short, which dismay both the teacher and the casting agent. Keep your wits about you. It is not necessary to barter your talent, your self-esteem, and your youth for the chance of pleasing your inferiors. It is more frightening, but it is not less productive to go your own way, to form your own theater company, to write and stage your own plays, to make your own films, you have an enormously greater chance of eventually presenting yourself to and eventually appealing to an audience by striking out on your own, by making your own plays and films, than by submitting to the industrial model of the school and studio. But how will you act when you, whether occasionally or frequently, come up against the gatekeepers? Why not do the best you can? See them as 
if you will, an inevitable and pre-existing condition, like ants at a picnic, and shrug and enjoy yourself in spite of them. Do not internalize the industrial model. You are not one of the myriad of interchangeable pieces, but a unique human being. And if you've got something to say, say it, and think well of yourself while you're learning to say it better. So that was a sample of the kind of inspiration you can find in True and False, Heresy and Common Sense for the Actor by David Mamet, published by Vintage Books. So those are the first four books, and I will be putting out additional episodes to cover other books, and eventually the collection of resources that I'll be referring to will include not only books, but websites, podcasts, and blogs. And so these are all resources that give me inspiration as an actor. To make it easier for you to access these resources, I will be putting up some permanent pages on the Dramatic Impact website, which is at www.actingandtheater.com. So if you look at the post for episode 22, that'll be a good place to start, and it will have links to those pages where you can actually link to further information about each resource, or in some cases, to the resource itself, if it's something online. I'm Elaine Elrod. So long until next time.